Hey there, everyone. How you doing? So I wanted to review a property that I already own and kind of lay out two options that I have for the property. Uh, again, we'll kind of set it up with how I purchased it. Again, we own it. Uh, it is tenant occupied. And I want to kind of paint for you two things that I'm considering right now. And I'd love to hear from you what you think the right answer is. So let me just bring up this presentation to kind of walk you through what is possible. Actually, I need to share first. I apologize. So share this. There we go. All right. So let's share this, make this bigger. Move this out of the way. All right. So again, this is a property I own. I closed on it in mid to late December. Uh, there's a tenant in it. I did not want to give any kind of notice on vacate or you know vacating or rent rise until after Christmas. I just didn't think it was the right thing to do as a just a human being. Uh, so now it's in the middle of January, and I have two options. And uh, I want to know what you guys think. So again, we'll set up the house. This is the house. You've seen a picture of it before. I think I talked about it. Uh, it was bought right on the MLS. It was listed for 120. I offered 90. They came back at 100. I accepted. I pegged the ARV after my pride of ownership rental at a 180 grand. Could be 175. Could be 185. So I split the difference. It's a three bedroom, one and a quarter. It is currently rented for 995. Uh, the actual rent, you know, fixed up. Pride of ownership, because I own several literally within walking distance to this house, is $12.95. So roughly $300 under market. But here's the, uh, here's the riddle. I could go in and just repair some things around the tenant. Or I could do the full remodel, right? Remove them, all of that. And those are going to have different impacts on time. They're going to have different impacts on value and the like. So I thought I would run these through in detail because I really haven't decided which avenue we're going to go down. So in essence, option one, I have to give the tenant a 90-day notice, right, which is three months to vacate, at which time they continue to pay their 995. Pretty much nothing happens. Maybe do some touch-up repairs if there's any safety issues, but no real meaningful repairs will get done. Then once vacated, I spend somewhere between thirty and thirty-five thousand dollars: new kitchen, new bath, new floors, new paint, new windows, new doors. You know, all of those normal things. Uh, the repairs will take somewhere between four and six weeks, right? Because it's kind of the full gut. Let's just say it takes an additional two weeks to rent for twelve ninety-five because I will be going top of market. And then, you know, we look to sell for 180. This puts the time frame of selling probably in May. And, you know, all said and done, holding costs, transaction costs, you know, all that stuff. Let's just call profit $35,000. That's option one. 35 grand, see it in May. Option two is something I'm considering. And I could go in and raise rents. It's a single family home, so it's not uh, subject to uh, rent control in California. The tenants could decide to stay. They're actually Section 8 tenants. Uh, so maybe uh, the raise of $300, uh, which again is market, uh, will 
you know, some of that will be paid by them. Some will be paid by uh, Section 8. I don't know. That's not for me to decide. That's for the program to decide. Maybe the tenant decides to stay uh, because, again, they are there, their kids going to school, you know, all that stuff. I do feel like I need to perform some, some upgrades just because I don't feel the house is, I don't feel good owning it, frankly. So it needs a new bathroom. I could patch around it, uh, but then that would just exacerbate problems. So I'm, gonna, I'm going to gut the bathroom. I've already gotten a bid just to do the bathroom five grand. Uh, that's a uh, new tub, new shower. Uh, we're going to tile the wall around the shower, um, around the tub, sorry, or shower, whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, then new toilet, new vanity, new mirrors, new lights, uh, probably new vent, new floors, new tile floors. So we're doing that. Uh, the heater is being checked. I am very, very sh confident I'm going to replace uh, the heater, uh, the wall heater in the house. And then I will paint the exterior. Uh, that right now I'm thinking is going to cost me right around 10, might be 12 grand when all said and done. But if I do that, you know, basically, basically what I do is I leave most of the floor alone when replacing the bathroom uh, because it's livable now. They're there. They've, they've lived there for years. The kitchen stays the same. It's cluttered, but functional. There's no safety issues. Uh, it doesn't have the granite countertop or anything, but the countertop is fine. Um, you know, so there's things, there's things that I could do to, to keep it there. And then, you know, let's just assume, right? The tenant takes the 12, or not, yeah, stays at 12.95. Maybe I sell it at 150. And, you know, probably the ARV is, you know, I don't know, maybe 160 or something because the kitchen's not redone. But let's just say I sell it for 150. My profit is, let's just call it 25 grand. So it's $10,000 less in this example. But now I'm selling this and it's probably March instead of May, right? So I'm a couple of months before and, you know, the capital gets recycled because, again, we own this one cash. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just thinking, right? The other thing I'm thinking about is the tenant. They, you know, I think they want to stay there. They, they clearly like the idea of having a new bathroom, which they frankly deserve. Um, it's, it's, it's not okay the way it is today, so that's getting done. Uh, I just approved a bid today, so that's getting done. And, you know, these are the things I'm considering, right? Do, what, what do you do? Do you raise the rent and see what happens, right? So if the tenant stays, then maybe you cut back on your remodel costs and you sell it for less. That's actually probably better for my end buyer, right? Because I'm selling turnkey to landlords. In this case, you're getting $12.95 either way. So you could get $12.95 on a 150K purchase, or you get $12.95 on a 180 purchase. I think I just answered my own question. I think I think I know what's the right answer. But I have to fix it to a point where I am okay with it because again, I own it. It is in my portfolio. Um, but that's what I'm thinking. Do you, what would you do, right? Would you would you just do your normal process, vacate the property, kick them out? Um, do a full remodel like you've done everything else and then resell it for maximum value, even though it takes longer? Or would you do, would you feel more, would you feel better letting the tenant stay, repairing what needs to be repaired, probably to a higher level uh, than, they're, than they're used to, and then selling it at a lower price, but a better cash on cash return? What would you do? I'd, I'd love to hear from you.
So again, yeah, just let me know what you would do. Um, there are always options when you get in this, a lot of creative ways to get going. And lots of things to consider with real estate. Again, I think, I think producing an asset that's collecting $12.95 or even $12.50 with a purchase price of $150 is probably better for the end buyer and, and better for the tenant. So maybe that's the right answer. But, you know, I get the whole, no, go for the maximum profit, sell for $180, just keep working your process you know, go, go, go. So I don't know. Let me know what you think. Leave comments below. Ask any questions you want. I'm here for you. Have a wonderful day.